the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Senator Dan Sullivan on the Armed Services Committee from Alaska joins me, one of our favorite senators. Good morning, Senator Sullivan. How are you? Good morning, Hugh. Great to be back on the show. Do you believe Putin is going away or do you think this is a head fake? I think it's a head fake, and I think we need to be ready for the head fake. And what I've been saying all along is we need to be ready for something much bigger, and it's what <clears throat> what I call the it's the new era of authoritarian aggression led by Putin, led by Xi Jinping. And I think it's going to be with us for decades, Hugh, and I think we need a new mindset. Everybody talks about great power competition. It's not great power competition. Russia, in my view, is not a great power. It's a mafia state acting as a gas station, but it is an aggressive power, and so is China, and we're not ready for this right now. No, we are not. Now, Senator Sullivan, I want to remind people you're a Marine. You've been in combat. You were on the National Security Council. There's a story in the Washington Post this morning about a so-called tiger team that was put together by Jake Sullivan to respond to Ukraine. Did you have tiger teams in your time at the NSC? You know, on the NSC, I did international econ issues and uh, national security, working for Condoleezza Rice, and I, I later did that as one of her assistant secretaries of state, sanctions, financial, energy. So, look, I mean, back when I worked at the NSC, it was so small that we didn't need tiger teams. Now it's become this bloated bureaucracy. But I've, I've talked to Jake Sullivan recently, Hugh, and the one thing I keep telling him, Blinken, Secretary Austin, They use this phrase, we need to deal with Putin, Xi Jinping, from, quote, positions of strength. They're actually quoting Dean Acheson at the beginning of the Cold War uh, after World War II, the Secretary of State then. And what I say to them is, great, that sounds good, but in two key areas of positions of strength for America, you're showing weakness. One is the military. The Dems always come in, and no matter what, when they're in power, they want to cut the military, cut lethality, cut readiness. That's what Biden did with his budget he proposed last year. And then the second one, we've talked about it. It's a huge topic that matters domestically, but also internationally, is energy. Hugh, what these guys inherited, Biden, after the Trump administration and working with Republicans in the Senate, was American energy dominance. And they've come in and they have unilaterally disarmed. I don't think I've ever seen a policy that's hurt us more domestically. It's driven up energy prices, but it's national security suicide to be going after our energy sector. I see it every damn day in Alaska. I've pressed every one of these senior officials as recently as last week, like, what in the hell are you doing trying to disarm on energy? I want to emphasize this, Senator. 
Putin has paid for his stunt, even if he doesn't go in, by getting oil to $100 a barrel. Because he's a gas station. You're right. One out of ten barrels of oil in the world comes from Russia. It's Saudi Arabia with trees. So if he does this again, he'll get whatever he needs money. He's just going to do it again. And the only way to stop him is to have excess production capacity in the United States and among our allies. 110% in agreement. I I think I've uh, told this story before. I was in a meeting about four years ago with Senator McCain and a very prominent Russian dissident. So prominent, this guy had been poisoned twice by Putin and lived to tell the story, right? And at the end of the meeting, I said, what is the number one thing we can do to undermine this mafia regime and to keep Putin and the oligarchs on their heels and to undermine their strength? And he looked at me and said, it's easy, Senator. Number one thing America can do is produce more American energy. You can then get it to our allies. You undermine his strength. That's the biggest area of strength. And you Americans have it in abundance. This is what we did during the Trump administration. We achieved this bipartisan goal of decades, which was becoming the world's energy superpower again. Biden comes in and unilaterally um, starts to go after the energy sector, and the results are completely predictable. Higher energy prices for American working families, pink slips for American energy workers, especially in my state, and it's empowering our adversaries. Why? Because he's he's kowtowing to the woke left who hates American energy. It just makes, so, it makes no sense. Senator, I did do some reporting yesterday with former NATSEC officials in on Team Trump. Because I'm curious as to why they don't have enough harpoons and Neptune to deter the Russian fleet in the Black Sea. I'm curious where the uh, the stingers are, where the javelins are. I was told square up. Uh, Mark Esper and the civilians at the Pentagon in the second half of the, of, of the Trump administration didn't do their job in arming Ukraine. Were you aware of that? No, I was not aware of that. What I pushed for, you might recall, was at the beginning of the Trump administration to do what Obama failed to do. You might remember Obama would not give the Ukrainians um, Javelin missiles. He right. wouldn't. And the reason was, and look, I have this from very good sources, very good sources. He was scared that if we, he sent Javelin missiles to Ukraine, that, that uh, Putin would start a war with us. That's literally what Obama was thinking. Trump gets in, Mattis becomes secretary, and we send Javelin missiles. By the way, the entire, um, all the members of the Armed Services Committee, all the Dems, all the R's supported this. We did it. Putin didn't say a damn word, right? Putin was actually quiet during the four years of the Trump administration. Think about that one. Yeah, yeah. Trump's under his, Trump's in his pocket, but the only time he invades or threatened to invade is with Obama and Biden. Look, you might remember I was on Meet the Press. I did a Washington Post op-ed saying... This notion that somehow Trump was weak on right, Putin right. and Obama was strong is completely upside down. But I was told that those javelins did not get there in a timely fashion well, because I, Team I've Esper. heard other things about javelins being kept in warehouses, and I don't know um, who's to blame on yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm here, and, and it's got Esper's name on it. But let me go, Senator, if you don't, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about, I, I am absolutely stunned 
that we let Russia import seafood to the United States and they won't take ours. Now, you and Lisa Murkowski, and Lisa Murkowski is running for re-election. I want to tell the people in Copper Valley and Anchorage listening to me, she's a great senator. You should support her. I'm supporting her. I'm sure Dan Sullivan is supporting her re-election. Are you not, Senator? Yeah, I'm supporting her. Yeah, and so am I. And you and she have introduced a bill to ban Russian seafood imports. Why are they? Imp- why do we take Russian seafood imports when they don't take ours? Okay, so do- don't even get me going. I've been working on this issue for seven years, and uh, after Russia invaded Crimea in 2014, Obama put sanctions on one of the re- uh, against Russia. One of the retaliations was that. Uh, the Russians banned all imports of American seafood. Well, guess, guess which state is the superpower of seafood? My Alaska. Yep. All, over 65% of all seafood harvested in America comes from the great state of Alaska. I've never heard that, the superpower of seafood. Superpower of seafood, I use that phrase all the time. So often my Senate colleagues get sick of it. All <laughs> but hey, it's a fact. That facts hurt, right? I'm going to ask Cotton what Arkansas is the superpower. Yeah, of. yeah. Well, ask Cotton, right? Yeah, he knows. He's heard it a million times. Superpower of seafood. So they ban the imports of all American seafood, which is essentially targeting Alaska. And then essentially Russian seafood comes in duty-free. It's eaten the market of our seafood, our great fishermen uh, in Alaska. So I've been working this issue. I worked it with Obama. I worked it with Trump. Like, I loved Lighthizer, uh, the U.S. trade rep. Right. Ashtabula, Ohio, man. You got it. You know what? He wasn't so strong on this, and I don't know why the hell he wasn't. So I've been pressing now the Biden administration. I actually had a discussion with Jake Sullivan on this, the sanctions bill that we're working on here in the Senate, trying to get seafood. This is just easy. This is the easy button, Hugh. You want to harm Russia? Smack them. The smack their um, fishermen, who, by the way, illegally try to catch our fish anyways. But it's going to harm them, because, and we're already being harmed. This should have been done at the end of the Obama administration. It should have been done during the Trump administration. We've introduced legislation to get it done. I think it should pass. But if there's an invasion and the Biden administration is putting ma- a massive sanctions package on it, I have been talking to every cabinet member in this administration. You better include smacking the Russian fishermen who have duty-free access to the great American market. And Russia's not letting us, Russia's not letting our imports in. That's not one fish. Seven years of a ban. And it's really hurting my... Well, you know, that that's on Trump, too, though. I'm trying to point to people. Our Russia policy has been screwed up forever. Look, they I think under- Trump and the Trump administration on a whole host of things. I'd love to talk about it next time. I, like I said, I did an op-ed on it. I went on Meet the Press to talk about it. Was was actually quite strong on Russia, but on this, everybody's been weak. Obama, the Trump administration, and now Biden. We need to take care of Alaska's fishermen. Holy cow. Come on. I, 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 amen on that, and good luck to you and Senator Murkowski. I encourage you to come on and talk to me on the show about it. Senator Sullivan, go Browns. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Russia's imperial ambitions have brought its armies to the frontier of Ukraine 
and with them comes a dawning realization that the West miscalculated the meaning of the collapse of the Soviet Union. So did Russia. In our haste to extend NATO to the borders of Russia, the West made the fatal mistake of seeing the Soviet collapse as an end to history itself. We led Ukraine to believe we would defend its borders against Russia, when in reality, we had neither the resources nor the will to do so, and never did. Vladimir Putin has miscalculated too. If he invades Ukraine as expected, such a war and occupation will be costly in lives and treasure, neither of which Russia can spare. Even if they win the war, an extended occupation will grind down the Russians and potentially be as destabilizing to Moscow's power structure as Afghanistan turned out to be. The cost for all sides will be enormous. We pray Putin will realize that in time. I'm Ed Morrissey. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.